Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. UFC fans, are you looking to love your hair? I know Matt and I are looking at each other, but we we are indeed. Check out Hair Club. Whether you're experiencing thinning hair, hair loss, or you just want more out of your hair, Hair Club has over 40 years of experience helping people get hair they love. Visit hairclub.com slash fight to schedule your personalized consultation that includes a free hair and scalp analysis. Take the first step in getting the hair you love, Hair Club. Shit, though. Come on now. Clues, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I'm made for a fucking podcast. That's dangerous. Listen to me, we're at it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Um, I'm getting new equipment. Not that anybody cares, but a new microphone. So I've been crapping out a little bit lately. So hopefully that will change and, and we won't have to put up with this nonsense anymore. They're working on it. Don't sweat it, Jimmy. I'm not bitching about my no green screen. You know what I mean? You got the professional UFC. I'm wearing it on my chest because I don't yep, have you. You are. But you, because I'm a company guy. You have that behind you. It looks so damn professional. Me? What do you got? What do you got? Well, you got my fucking bedroom. I have this giant green screen behind me, but the reality is this. The UFC didn't give me this. Um, they actually are, wanted to send me a green screen to put in front of my face to superimpose no. somebody who's better looking. It's not true. Thank you. But I bought this myself for other stuff and just use it, and Adam sent me a logo. So that's why I have the logo, and it looks very professional. Well, you got the logo. You got the green screen. Me? I got who gots. You'll get Jimmy. it. You'll get it. Yeah, I'm not going to stress about it. Hey, listen, we're talking to Jason Ellis today. We are. I like Jason. I'm excited great talker. He does a radio show at Sirius. I does the, the West Coast Morning Show. Um, he's a great talker. He's a, a good broadcaster. He does Ellis Mania every year. He loves MMA, and he's insane. He's pretty fucking crazy. Just, just to sum up like kind of what he does and what he is, just – in our little fact sheets here. Yep. He's an Australian satellite radio host, pro skateboarder, mixed martial arts fighter, truck racer, boxer, yeah. rock singer, I'm not done, actor, and author. Yep, that's right. Jimmy, that's a lot of things, Jimmy. It really is. And you know? it's amazing how he never seems to be doing nothing. Like he's always doing something. He's always got a project or uh, he's a really hard worker. I respect him a lot um, because he's always doing something uh, to, to forward his career and or doing something different in life. And he's, he's nuts. 
You know, he fought Shane Carwin in that well, famous where Shane had one hand tied by tape behind his back. Yeah. And he still knocked him out. I mean, Jason, he does, he, he does some sad. silly stuff. Hey, Jason. Jason Ellis, hold your drink up like in Vikings and say, Scorn! Skull. Scorn! <laughs> but what else is up, Jason Ellis? I'm crippled right now, man. I got a cadaver MCL surgery the other day. You did? What the fuck is that? They put a cadaver thing in them. Wow. Oh, dude. What? You're probably still walking better than me. What? Now, what happened there? Yeah, how'd you hurt it? Well, I heard it a long time ago from skateboarding. I have no PCLs in both my knees from skateboarding, and I just didn't really care about that. And then I tore ACLs, had meniscus damage, and then there's actually the uh, Ellis Mania fight where I boxed against Gabe Rudiger, and I knocked Gabe oh. out. And then did you? Wait, did you really? Yeah, dude. And I, and I thought I was gonna. This is one of those ones where people called the show and said, "Who do you think you could fight in a boxing fight?" And they said his name, and I said, oh, I've trained with him at Team Quest. He's not a very good striker. Yeah, I might do okay against him. I don't know. I say shit, you know? So he calls me. Like, he's, he's got my number because we used to train at Quest. So he called Mayhem or somebody. He's like, what's up? It's fucking Gabe. And I'm like, oh, hey, Gabe. And he's like, you talking shit, motherfucker? And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not talking shit. Somebody called the show and said, do you think he could beat him in a boxing fight? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, fucking, I'll go you anytime, motherfucker. And I was like, okay, I'll pay you to come to Ellis Mania and beat me. So we did a training camp and I trained at Justin Fortunes for three months. And boxing is easier to me than all the other facets of mixed martial arts. Like I would say that's the most natural, like skateboarding kind of made sense to me. It's, it's only these, moving your head, getting hit in the face didn't bother me. Yeah. So I got better at that. So I fucking, I was terrified. And I, within a few minutes, I was like, wait, he, he's not as good as me. And I knocked his ass out. And then Forrest Griffin was there dressed as a Sasquatch. Like he had a big Sasquatch. <laughs> you know, That's his new hair from Hair Club. It looks great. <laughs> I think there was like a thing where if people knew that he was there, he might get in trouble. So he was just a Sasquatch for the whole thing. Hey, so, let me ask you, Jason. Wait, wait. When he called you, when this guy first called you, when Gabe first called you, was it like an angry call or was it like Yeah, a, no, he was oh. serious. Oh, okay. And I was trying to calm him down because I was like, hey, we were friends at Team Quest. Yeah. And, and I didn't say, fuck Gabe Rudiger. I said, I think I could do well against him. I was just being honest. So he calmed down a little bit, but he was an, he's an annoying guy. And he, he said annoying things to my fans. Like he came on the show and, and he's very insecure. And he's a, my, you know, people get hit a lot. They sound weird, but he's very easy to hate, which makes a good character for a fight. Yeah. Right. But in the end, he was so cocky. He he jumped in and, and got because he's not very he's got a very Muay Thai hand thing uh, and I've been boxing a lot like I've really put in a, a camp and he just wasn't ready for it. What now? What what's the weight around the same probably the weight class? Yeah, he was he was obviously fatter because he's smaller than me. So that yeah. was the thing. He was like, I don't even care. Like uh, like you're a fucking radio skateboarder and I'm like, that's that amazing. Thing- it, he was in the Ultimate Fighter house. He, 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 won, he had a WEC belt. Wait, now how did he respond <laughs> after you knocked him out? What what did he say? Yeah, and what round? Oh. How did it go down? It was in the, I think it was at the end of the second round. In the, in the, by the end of the first round, I started dropping my hands, and when he'd throw, I'd counter over the top and crack him. And then 
It was a it was a, a overhand right I've been working on with Justin Fortune. So it was a one punch knockout. Boom! Fucking dropped him on his face. And That's then, wild, man. And then uh, you know, because I, I couldn't believe it. Like I thought the first yeah. time I rocked him, I thought he was playing with me, and this was like one of these professional dummy rope dummy. Yeah. I hit him, and he went ooh, and I was like. I was going to go after him. I'm like, no fucking way. This dude's lying. There's no way that was real. And then I could start to tell that he was like getting tired. And I'm like, wait, I feel like I really am going to beat this guy. That's and then I, they gave me a giant trophy. It was like thousands of people there. And I'm like, I can't fucking believe this. No, but that's then, legit. That's not, yeah. that's not, that's legit. That's not because Gabe was a legit fighter. That's hysterical, man. I don't even know how the fuck did I not know that? Wait, how did he respond though? What did he did when after the fight? What a rematch, obviously. Okay. So, but after it, he he cussed out the fans. He was he was well, this is the thing. I got kicked in the leg by Forrest Griffin dressed as a Sasquatch, and everybody <laughs>, laughs. And I go, Whoa, what was that? And everyone goes, Ah, it's fucking Forrest as a Sasquatch. Mayhem comes from the other side and kicks me in the other leg from behind. I didn't see it. And snapped my knee off. Snapped it. Like, like you, your knee bends this way. It went that way. Popped out. So he just popped my, he snapped my MCL off. Oh. This is five seconds after the greatest fight thing I've ever done. Oh. And everybody in the crowd saw it. They're like, whoa. And Mayhem goes, dude. And I pulled my leg back in. Like I popped it back to straight. And I'm like, what were you, why did you? He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then <laughs> Dominic Cruz was there. There was like a bunch of people that were, I went to an after party, completely crippled. Like, yeah, his, nick, his nickname's not Calm Guy. It's fucking Mayhem. I mean, what do you expect? Yeah, that? that's true. Yeah. And I was in my hotel room the next day with a motocross helmet on trying to apologize. And I was like, <laughs> I think we're done. <laughs> oh, man. But that, when did that happen, that fight with you and Gabe? That was because that was I just had the surgery. That's how it gets to this. It's five years ago, and fight, he said you've had a you, you 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 snapped it off five years ago, and the body over time has eaten your MCL. You don't have any ligament at all, hence the dead man's ligament installed into my leg. Was it hurting you? Was it making? Was it really yes. bad? It was right. Yeah. Oh no, no, it wasn't hurting. No, when I well then I started trying to see. This is what when the le- when the knee got the knee got so bad, no more jujitsu. Then the knee got so bad. Okay, nobody can kick me anymore. I can't skateboard anymore. I can't knee slide, but I can still box and I can still do like little footwork patterns and stuff. So I just, I was just saying, you're almost fifty, Jason. Like these are the breaks. You fucking you rode your body hard. Yeah, this is the end of it. Hey, I'm with you with that. Yeah, now, wait, how old are you? Forty eight. Yeah, I'm right behind you. I'm 46. My knees are so fucked. I got such bad arthritis. How do you uh, roll all the time? That's the thing, though. I can. I rolled yesterday. Oh, felt so fucking good. I prefer the gig because it could slow shit down a little bit. But, man, huh. I roll 100 times better than I walk because yeah. I got no cushion. But I could roll. And when I get, especially 10, 15 minutes in, dude, I'm I'm walking better afterwards. I'm flexible. The blood's in there. I'm afraid to get the knee surgeries. Because eventually it's inevitable, but I heard that you should keep pushing that shit off because what if they do that shit and then I can't roll? My knees can't well, that, bend. That's, that's what happened to me. I, they, they said, I went to Columbia and got stem cells and they said, look, we can fix uh, one of your knees, but the other one is so bad, you oh, have man. to get knee surgery. And I remember going, all right, because I, I came all the way to Columbia and they're telling me this is not, you're not, yeah. you can't just get an injection and you're going to be okay. Your knee is fucked. When the doctor oh. cut it open, 
he said they got other doctors around to look at it because he said when he opened me up, my kneecap fell off. He was like, I don't understand how you were balancing on anything. You have you have an ACL and it was blown, it was stretched out. So everything just was just sitting there. So I'm I think it's gonna be a thousand times better because I've got that to me, this is a fight. Like I've got a training camp for the next three months. I'm this fucking thing is gonna work and I'm gonna get another run. I'm gonna get another couple of years of doing. I'm going back into I'm gonna fight a MMA fight with uh Lewis J. Gomez. Oh, you want to fight Lewis? Lewis? Lewis, Lewis, I don't think Lewis is near your level, though. But I mean, Lewis is he, not a pussy. He, he definitely can it. fight. He asked for it, Jim, because I told him that. That's what happened. Oh, I was like, yeah. I don't think, to be honest, and it's not a because I know people like Matt exist. So to me, when I tell people that they're not on my level, <laughs> you know, but you got to be you gotta, take it easy, Jason. But he isn't on my level. That's what I think. Yeah, you've been doing it a lot longer, and, and I and I think you've competed a lot more. But Lewis is just a tough dude. And, uh, you know, he's not, I don't think Lewis is afraid to get knocked out. I mean, if he loses, he he's loses. up for it. He's yeah. definitely up for it. He's picking it and he wants to do it all. But he did mention the other day, like, no head kicks. And I'm like, we're both, who's no, doing head kicks? But yeah. Say, <laughs> so, yeah, all right, fine, no head kicks. No, I do it. But no, but listen, you can't start making up special rules like that. You got to tell them. Exactly. You be- you, if you challenge me to an MMA fight, fight. Yeah. it's an MMA fight. That's right. Exactly. You and you guys wear headgear or no? No, no, no. no. I'm pro. I can't go back. I've had two pro fights. I'm undefeated, Jim. Oh, you are. Yes, you are. Sure don't. Hey, man, I think it's fucking awesome. I think it's awesome you still still want to do it, that you still want to get your leg better and still fight. It's funny, Jason, when when we just got you on now, I'm sitting here and I'm like, all right, let's just go over a little bit of, for the people that don't know who Jason Ellis is, they should, Australian satellite radio host, pro skateboarder, mixed martial arts fighter, truck racer, boxer, rock singer, actor, author. What the fuck, man? You're making me feel lazy as fuck. <laughs> I feel like that's like the, sh- the radio show got me uh, in positions to try different things. And then because I was actually a really a professional skateboarder, all the other shit just sounded good on paper. So it was like, it was more of a serious XM uh, what they write about you when they explain your radio show. And it was like, he, like, yeah, have I raced trucks? Yeah. Am I a race car driver? Fuck no. They they laugh at me. I'm a fucking more. I, you know what? I'm as good a race car driver as I am a comedian, which means I'm not. I'm a fucking joke. So same with the music. Joke. You know I mean, like, did we get on the billboard charts? Yeah, but it's a joke. I'm not a good singer. I'm <laughs> Terrible. A New York Times bestseller. My fucking best friend wrote it because I can barely read. I just told the story. So am I a New York Times best? Not really. I just told, you know what I mean? Like the well, your name story. is on it though, your story. So, I mean, it is, you, you just didn't put it into print, but you did tell a story. So it is you. It's half me. You know, I, yeah. I feel like when you write a book and you're like, you actually wrote it, that's a talent in itself. So... I, I don't have to get away. You can get away with that shit. If I ever tried to do that, best selling author, if I ever got on there, thinking that people are gonna be like, ah, bullshit. You can hardly write his name. Meanwhile, what? I'll have a ghostwriter, right? That's what you do. Yeah. yeah that's what what it is. Is it called? A ghostwriter. What is it called? No, it depends. You could co-write or a ghostwriter. Ghostwriter writes and he doesn't use his name or a co-writer. Uh, I think would just be with oh. Jason Ellis and Matt Serrett, like with Matt Serrett or whatever. Yeah. That's what I've got. My book is uh, my, you know, my book written by Mike Tully. So. Yeah, so oh, yeah, yeah. It's not, that's not a ghostwriter. Yeah, Michael Bisping just did something similar to that. It would and make sense. Got- Most of us that have a story that have been through a certain thing in our childhood don't <laughs> have the greatest 
education usually. I don't know how that yeah. works out. Yeah, or the best, uh, you know, for me, I, I've written a couple and I would love to write another one, but it's been 10 years. I've just gotten lazy. Like for me, it's the matter of I'm so into internet and like, like my mind is like, I can't focus long enough to actually write. I hate it. Yeah, seems I, yeah, it seems like a lot of work. Like just me talking to Tully and then Tully doing bit by bit, me watching him go doing the process. I, I knew that I couldn't do that by myself. No way. Hey, by the way, are you still doing cameo? We were talking about yeah, your cameos one day. Saying. You're good at cameo. You, you, you're, yeah. you're natural and yeah, you did good cameos because they didn't seem like you were just doing the same old shit. It seemed like, yeah, well, this guy's actually talking to the person that he's doing a cameo for. This was months ago. We talked about it. There's me and Sam. Uh, and there's like, yeah, he just does a good cameo. Like, uh, yeah, you're actually talking to people and, and it seems like you care about giving them a good thing for well, their money. usually a fan of the show. You know how it is, Jim. Like people that listen to the show are usually, it's not like everybody, but the people that listen to the show, are, they know me. Or, I mean, they actually, yeah. I, all I talk about is everything I do all day. I don't, there's no like Jason on the camera, Jason off the camera. It's the same fucking idiot. So they do know me. And, and so if I give them a I, cameo was always weird to me because I don't count myself as a famous person, but if you're going to pay me so I get free Postmates and you listen to the show, I'm going to do, unless you ask me to do something that I don't want to do, then I won't do it. Yeah. But I like, do you know who's fun? Sebastian Bach. Have you seen him do cameos? Oh, I imagine he's great though. He is so bad. That it's who's awesome. that? Sebastian uh, Bach? Skid Row. From Skid Row? Yeah, big, tall, blonde guy. Yeah, he's a that good guy. Still, that he's guy's still around? Old. Is no. he? Yeah. I remember him on some rock band show, uh, like behind the music, not behind the music, whatever it was. And he was with the guy from that used to be with Biohazard, Evan. Oh, And I yeah. think they got into like a little scruffle. And I was so disappointed because Evan used to do jujitsu. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Evan you know? Seinfeld? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, where the fuck is your jujitsu training? The fuck. Anyway, well, I don't want to bust the guy's balls. Yeah, he used to do jujitsu with me, biohazard. I used oh, to teach wow. him on Long Island in the fucking late nineties. And uh and they did a song for me and shit when I had my first fight. They did a it was it was bone crushing soldier. He'll fuck you up like I told you. And then some other shit, but it was they cool. They made a song for your work walkout. Oh fuck yeah, man. I it I, I mean you can ask I gotta ask Billy. Billy's That's still trained crazy. I didn't yeah, that like was that guy kind of got into it with, on my show with me about he had he was there with that porn star girl with the high pitched voice. Who was Evan? Yeah, he was married to this little Lupe chick or something. She was okay. big on the Stern show, so he he brought her in, and then he wanted to come in, and I'm like, I don't want to talk to the fucking manager. Like, what the fuck? Right. And then he came in, and he's like, he's like, uh, he somehow he said the line, you know, like don't act like you don't know what band I'm in, and I was I legitimately didn't know. Oh, that's great. And um, and that was it for me. I was like, oh, fuck isn't it funny, man? I hate when people act that holier than because I'm like you, dude. I don't think I'm famous either, like that kind of thing. But then I ain't gonna lie. I go to Disneyland. I might have to sign an autograph or two. But that's not the point. The point Does is, I don't walk around like a fucking asshole, right, Jimmy? Jimmy? <laughs> oh, I, my, hold on, the audio cut out a little. I, I didn't catch that. <laughs> Come on, man. No, no, you're very humble uh, before the show. Where's my green screen? Uh, <laughs> it is true, though. I don't have a cool fucking chair like Jason Ellis. I wouldn't ask for any kind of green screen. Got yeah, no, Matt's like something right out of Vikings. Match crazy, but you, you, you know, you don't demand it. You just want, uh, that's fair to want to have a green screen behind you to be professional. I get it. It's not bad. Mm. 
Jay, how long have you been doing? I feel like you've been doing your show. For, I, I mean, it was when, when I was in your studio, I was promoting something. I must have been fighting. Yeah, how long have you done? 15 you years. Doing? I almost had a 15 year anniversary show, uh, but the pandemic came and took it all away. But there, I was, I was going to jump through a, uh, like over a, 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 a vat of beans. Someone was going to be in a vat of beans. And I was going to go through and land in the studio in Los Angeles. going to be a big deal. Celebrity guests. And now, and now I do my show from my house. I don't talk to Yeah, anybody. it's weird, right? <laughs> it's, it's such a tremendous adjustment. Because they're saying now the beginning of the year before we can go back into studios. Like, I know. It's, is there a party that like, there's a part of me though, like even though it's, it's, I like interacting in person, like just waking up and I walk here. Like, I, you know, it's 10 feet to, my, to where I work. There's something about that I like too. It does make it way easier. And I feel like if you're, because you're more of a talent than a, I'm not trying to shit on anybody Yeah. than a radio host. Right. I mean, I don't have any broadcasting uh, credentials, but I can spin shit with the best of them for 45 minutes. So if you have that and you have a microphone, you're not really in trouble. You know what I mean? Everybody else right. that had like, I need somebody to produce the next thing. And what bit are we going to do next? Like, I don't really, that's great if you have that. But if you sure. don't, I can tell you about, you know what I mean? My grinder account for 15 minutes, you'll be pumped. Yeah, there's plenty to talk about. I, I agree. I, I can always go into that. By the way, that's when all the personal shit comes out on slow news days. When right. you know, there's a slow news day and yeah. nothing's going on, you start going, well, when I was nine, you know, you, you just start <laughs> spitting stuff out because you got to fill the time. Sometimes that works out really well. And sometimes you're like, ah, fuck, why did I start saying that? Uh, agree. It, it can be great or it can be terrible. You're married now, right? Yep. Yeah, I have been for a couple of years now. And, and, and you're loving it? Yeah. No, I've... I've uh, I've had, I've made two giant mistakes where I, I mean, I married someone and tried to live up to something that I couldn't be. And then once I sort of realized who I am uh, later on in life, cause it's kind of a big thing to be what I am. I don't, I didn't, wasn't really, I'm pretty cursed when it, I would prefer to just be a straight up straight heterosexual yeah. guy. Cause I know that that's like a way easier accepting person in the community, but I'm not. So I'm into all these other things and my wife, ever since we started dating has been a hundred percent in support of that. She's kind of like a big reason to, to why I've just come out because her and her friends were like, oh, we think you're fine. So I was like, if you think I'm fine, then fuck it. I'm just going to be me. So especially yeah, when it comes to having, yeah. to, what's that? I said, especially nowadays, it's not as <laughs> you're like, Oh, I'd be more, I, I mean, you're saying more maybe accepted as just a straight dude. Like nowadays it's kind of different. Like, I mean, it's not it's as better now. It's not as taboo. It oh, no, it's like, way better. You're not going to, you're not going to like beat me up on the street. It's just, now it's just an awkward thing. And I really don't like making people awkward. Like I said, it, I'd way rather talk to you about mixed martial arts, especially right now on this podcast. But it's, but it is a thing that I do that is weird. And I know a lot of people that are younger than me that have my feelings have thought about or have killed themselves. So yeah. I will talk about it. And if I've, feel a little bit awkward, stiff shit. It's like actually helping people. That is right. And Jason, sometimes younger than you, and sometimes there's people older than you. Right. That's right. Oh, you're talking about Jim, right? Yes, oh, no. Well, listen, I mean, listen, I don't, first of all, I don't judge anybody. I love my Jimmy. Anybody tries to bully Jimmy over anything, I'm going to, that, that would be a, a dark day for them. You know that, Jimmy. Thank you, Matt. Jimmy, me and you are going to reshoot my bodyguard. We're going to reshoot that movie. Ooh. Like a reboot. Ooh. 
That's not going to be good. I wish I had a boom button right now. You got to sing, Jim. I I just saw, I just was, we have to, by the way, we have to wrap up because Chris is in the waiting room. Our next guest is Chris fucking Weidman. Oh, Weidman. Oh, well, he's like, Oh man! But Jay, you got to come back on, man. I think I feel like we just started bullshitting here. It's very confusing that I'm on this podcast. I mean, you're going from me to Chris Weidman, but yes, I will fucking come back anytime you want. Yeah. We'd love to have you on, man. You're uh, you're great uh, to have on. So, well, well, next time, make sure we have more room too. We have Chris, then we get Derek Lewis right after. But oh, I, would, I would love to have you for a full show. Your podcast is awesome, you guys. It's fun, man. Yeah. And so is your radio show, Jay. And I don't I don't remember calling you anything, but if I did. I, I had it coming. I can't remember. I'm going to recall. I'll get my wife to help me, but it was totally my fault. Do you I remember this, Jimmy? Do you remember I do, that? I don't know. Not at all. You it definitely there, wasn't something heartfelt. I, I was. Yeah. I don't think I called you stupid. <laughs> he didn't. No, because this is when I was, I would be super paranoid of Jimmy saying something about me. And I was like, he, but he doesn't really me. Care. I'm like, now it's your turn, Jimmy. And he didn't do it. I was like, okay, cool. Just Matt. Yeah. It's all oh, man. Well, okay. listen, buddy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm Matt just likes to hurt people. <laughs> Matt's very hurtful. That's what he does. Yeah, thanks a lot, I Matt. Like Jason. Matt goes I around like hurting. Jason I'm a Jason Ellis fan. And you break my heart. Yep. Hey, man, get your leg better. I can't wait to see what's next yeah. with you. All right. All right, Jason. All right, buddy. Good talking to you. Later, Matt. All right, Jason. Yeah, buddy. And you can hear Jason uh, Monday through Friday on Sirius XM uh, radio. He's, he's a really good show. All right, guys, uh, are you looking to love your hair? Well, look, check out Hair Club. Whether you're experiencing thinning hair, hair loss, Matt and I are checking both boxes, or just wanting more out of your hair, Hair Club has over 40 years of experience helping people get the hair they love. You're looking to regrow, replace, or restore your hair? Hair Club has over 120 locations and over 1,000 hair health professionals and stylists ready to help you get the look you deserve. And you might be going, well, how do we get a hold of them, Jim? How about this? Give Hair Club a call at 800 800- 831-1289 or visit hairclub.com slash fight to schedule your personalized consultation. That includes a free hair and scalp analysis. Take the first steps in getting the hair you love. What are you waiting for? Do it. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hey, what's going on, guys? It, it's it's funny. You look much, maybe it's the angle, but much slimmer than the last time. And I know you're fighting the lighter weight, but you look a lot slimmer now uh, than the last time we talked. You know, you know the deal. Black always makes it look a little thinner. You know, oh, that's so, what it is. and the angle, uh, man. It's and, where I, we are. And, I, and I went long sleeves, but I am also way skinnier than last time we spoke. Yeah, I'm like, I was like 198 right now, so I'm. I'm coming down. Last time we spoke, I was probably like 215. So you're, Maybe, you're, you're yeah. looking right. Worry. Longo's heavier than 215. Is Longo out yeah. there yet? Longo's coming in tonight. He Matt, is. I miss you, man. Don't give me a guilt trip, Chris. I feel terrible, man. This, this is – it was a real weird – don't get me wrong. I know you had a thorough camp, and but it was mostly with Wonderboy. Correct? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was out there for about four weeks. Um, 
And uh, yeah, it got great work out in because by us, there was no like sparring partners or anything like that. Everything shut down. Uh, but out there, everything was open. So I got some good work out there. Bro, I was just watching. Did you see they put on Twitter the, when you were coaching me through the, the, uh, the head and arm choke against Gaslam? Did you see I that? See, I just, seen all your submissions and I shared it. I shared oh, it. Right. And I loved Thank it. They oh, that up, was great. They up, I, saw, I, I like, like your guillotine with that. The guillotine with nice. that Canadian kid. Yeah, Jeez. my back looked jacked in that one. It I did, dude. Like like, what did they show of Matt, though? What did they show of Matt? They literally were doing, like, you know, obviously, I, I just, it sucks that Matt's on my corner. It's one of the first times ever. So, fucking him and Volante, you know, both guys I'm used to have in my corner. That's my, those are my guys. And it just so happens they just, like, stuck that knife and twisted it on me, like, two days ago. They got, like, what? a, they got, like, Wait. a zoom in. They got a zoom in of Matt. And it's like everybody needs a coach like this, and it's him coaching me through the the, the Kelvin Gaslam finish. Oh. And and after I won, they have they're zoomed in on you celebrating and stuff. I'm like, oh my oh, god, I can't believe that. Like, this, this is terrible. It was amazing. It was and amazing. Then, first of all, that was even more amazing because that was in the Long Island Nassau Coliseum. Yeah. May yeah. it rest in peace. I think it's done for good, isn't it? But, yeah, uh, there was a lot of pressure on that fight. You know, that was a that was a big that, one. That fight, yeah. yeah, you got the monkey off your back with that fight. You needed that win. Yeah. And that, to us, I don't know if you feel the same, Chris, but for us being from Long Island, Nassau Coliseum, to me, if I was still fighting, would have been bigger than Madison Square Garden. I mean, it I was. don't know. It's, it's in our – I mean, that's a, that was a mile away from my high school. I mean, it's, I mean yeah. you had all Long Island there for you. Exactly. It was, there was nothing like that. Yeah, Madison Square Garden, you know – from the outside, you know, people looking in, they they were thinking like how how big that would be for me. But to be honest, like um, there was nothing close to like Nassau Coliseum. Like oh, Long Island, there's no Nassau Coliseum is where it's at, and then where you would want to be, you know, for an event. So you like fighting in front of family and friends? Like I hate performing in front of people I know. I hate it. I just feel extra pressure. I have people to talk to before the show and after the show. I would much rather have nobody I know there. So when I'm done, I'm just finished. That's why he never invited me to watch him do comedy. <laughs> yeah, no, I feel you on that. Um, I feel like, yeah, sometimes there's less pressure. Even like when my friends or my family wants to come to watch me like spar or something like that. I'm like, eh. I'm like, yeah, you guys should come. But it's just, I don't know, it's just weird. That may be a little extra pressure. Yeah. It was such a cluster. Not, no, don't get me wrong. You got a great camp in. I know that from talking to Longo yeah. and talking to you. But it feels weird, man. Not... Like I was around for like some of Marab, Marab was, you know, we got him some training out here, yeah. but there's all smaller guys for him. Like that like to work. Yeah. With. Yeah. 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 Some different Lots bodies of guys. And whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. he has a smorgage board of who to, to pick from there. Yeah. And so I'm going to be out there for Marab. But like when I talked to Longo and everybody, we, you know, we, we talked, it was like, all right, well, Chris is straight. He's good. I just don't want yeah. you to feel like I'm not being there for you, bro. You know, I love you. If you no, need it, just... if you said, Matt, I need you. I'd be yeah. there, but I probably wouldn't get the COVID test back in time. But I would fucking, yeah. you know, nah, but you it, it's straight. It's a, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I got, we got Ryan Patchvich, you know, so I'm using him for the wrestling, you know, he's yes. a beer guy. And also, uh, you know, for jujitsu. And then Al Jermaine's also rolling with me. And he's like the, uh, you know, he likes to break down the fights and he's very strategical, yeah. you know. So it's, it's good. You know, I'm, you know, everything's, everything's good, but uh, I definitely miss you, man. And, Oh man, I miss I'm excited you too. for things to go back to normal. You know? I me too, dude. It's just crazy. Such a, it's so crazy, man. And I talked about the, with this before with your school that you still have with 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 Longo, and uh, it's just such a it's such a time of ticking. 
That's a I know, dude. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, isn't it weird, Chris? Isn't it weird that we're paying every month and we're not allowed to be in there? Isn't it just, doesn't it just, does not feel right? I mean, I know it's simple to say, but yeah. we're not allowed to conduct business, Jimmy. And our landlords are like every month, like, all but right. They're allowed to conduct business by collecting from you. It's fucking yeah. right. Just, yeah. I mean, and it's not it's like, it's not right. Play. It's just not right, man. It's not, it's not right. For, it's not right for them. Like, you know, because at the end of the day, how are we supposed to pay somebody if we can't make money? You know, we can't, we can't, and you know, obviously we got a PPP loan or whatever, like, but the, that, yeah. that's like two months of rent. Like that was gone a long time ago. That's dude. Did, that literally did nothing. Yeah, and, I know. um, no, so now it's like, all right, I got to take money out of my own pocket and keep putting it to a gym. And then you don't know when the gym reopens, what percentage of people are coming right. back. You know, exactly. like, is it going to be, is it going to be exactly where it used to be? Is it going to be a little less? So it's a little, you don't want to invest in something where it's so unsure, you know? For you, you're, I mean, listen, you're a completely different ballgame. You've had, you have a very successful school. Our school is like, it's, it's doing well, but I just yeah. don't know. I just, we, you know, it, it wasn't, I can't like live off of that gym. You know what I mean? No, I need to go yeah, longer. You. you know, it's just yeah. a little different. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's all about staying just afloat. It has to be nice that you could take a fight though during this time though. Don't you think this is, being a family awesome, man? man. Oh, yeah. You thank know? God, man. Thank God. You know, um, Dana White, you know, he got so he had so much backlash in the beginning, you know, for right. trying to get this ball rolling yeah. quick and right. And look at him now. He's a he's a freaking hero. Um How, the one sport that's working. It's the yeah. one sport that's really working and it's in place. And and again, looking to Fight Island, you're like, Well, how long will that be needed? And then all of a sudden things are worse than they were. Fight Island's gonna be there probably for a while. It, it, you're right. It was just it was such a smart thing. Uh, and and MMA and UFC is like the only sport that's really kind of almost business as usual uh, as far as the, the schedule is concerned. Yeah. Well, thank God Dana could take criticism and, and yeah. keep moving forward, you know, because if he couldn't, he would have just, he would have fell down just like a lot of the other guys, but he, he stuck out, stuck it out and look at us, man, we're able to make a living and um, it's freaking, it's awesome, man. He absorbs criticism. He doesn't, it does, it's crazy how it doesn't, it might annoy yeah. him, but his response is typically, oh, if you don't like it, fuck you. I mean, it's kind of hard to combat that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he doesn't give people anything to come back at him with. He's like, this is what we're doing. If you don't like it, fuck you. I mean, that's it. That's it. There's only one person I know that could do that better than him. That's Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. Donald Trump does not care. He's, he'll say like something that's terrible and he'll double down on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's even though I think he, he gets a Trump gets or, bothered. Or be perceived as, as as terrible, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think he gets bothered by like I think that he holds a grudge. Like Dana, you'll see getting annoyed, and then a week later he'll be talking about like nothing for some reason. It just it doesn't seem to phase him, and maybe because he knows what he's doing is right. I don't know, but yeah, there's certain guys like with me, I would bother me so much. But guys like uh, like that, like Cameron, the president, they just don't care that much if people will criticize them. No. Omari Akhmadov is your opponent. What? Akhmadov. Did I fuck that up? Akhmadov. We both. Akhmadov. I think that was was perfect. I thought it wasn't bad. But uh, he's on a six-fight winning streak. Uh, I think a couple of them were at welterweight, and then he went up. His first fight at welterweight, I think, I mean, at middleweight was Boach, and then he beat Cummings, um, and then he beat Heinich, and now he's fighting me. Yeah. All decisions – all decisions, but, right? A draw against decisions, uh, yeah. Vittori, who uh, who's a really yeah. uh, tough guy. I'll let you go back and watch that fight. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we watched that fight. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, a lot of good things, you know, a lot of good things to to see in in his in his fights that I feel like I could uh, get get a lot out of. What was the motivation to come back down to middleweight? Was it just, I mean, obviously you're not a small guy, but I mean, you know, guys like Reyes are just huge. Was it was it that, or was it that there's there's just more competition for you here that's in, in appealing? What made you want to come back down? Well, you know, it would have been nice if I had a little bit longer time in the octagon at 205 to kind of feel it all out. Um, but I wasn't. That wasn't what was given to me thanks to Reyes. But yeah, um, yeah but I. You know, I just, I feel like, I think I'm a little bit more sure of myself at 85. Um, also at 205, not cutting any weight. It just kind of felt like I wasn't really, like, ready for a fight. You know, when I'm not, like, you're not, like, eating healthy and you're not, you know, it's just not as disciplined. You know, I just don't, you don't feel like you are, like, ready for a fight. At least because my whole career, you know, I, you know, you have to be disciplined with my food. And then I trim down and I get ready for a fight. I do weigh-ins and then blow back up. It just kind of just felt weird, and um, I'm, I don't have that many years left, and I want to give myself the best shot as possible. I don't want to be afraid of you know the idea of like being disciplined with food, and I want to do it. I want to just have no regrets. So that shitty like- thing, sorry, about that weight cut thing, which everybody hates, was a kind of a thing at the end that kept you training properly, and it kind of kept you uh, in an even place because you knew you had to do that at the end. And without that, maybe you're right. It's a little easier to let yourself cheat or do what you want to do. Yeah, like I, it just, it just feels like you're sacrificing more, you know. It feels like you. It makes me feel like I deserve to win more, and you know, and it just, uh, yeah, just makes me feel like uh, I'm more prepared for a fight. A hundred percent, man. You're sacrificing more, and you're not getting that weight off without busting your ass. You know what yeah. I mean to get it to get the weight down. Hey, speaking of somebody not busting his ass, I don't want, I don't want to fucking shit on my buddy. <laughs> I already What's know where you're on? going. What's going on with Volante? Volante looked a little chubby in his last fight, and I love him. But he wow. went from the hot throb to the hot slob. Now I'm like, listen, <laughs> what is he doing? Come what is he doing? <laughs> well, I just came up with that now. Thank you so much. But yeah. uh, what the fuck is he doing? There's nobody that loved those those uh, those prenatal pictures and th- than me. I, I, everything that was getting put out there on the internet, all these memes <laughs> and stuff, they I was dying. His before that, not, not giving a shit. Before pregnancy, during pregnancy. Um, I will say though, he, as bad as he looked at Wayans, holy smokes, that might be the most uh, like the craziest Wayans pitcher I've ever seen. Especially like the disparity between him and his opponent. Yeah. But he did look good in the fight. He was fucking fighting good. Right? I like Chubby Volante fighting. He didn't get tired. He actually didn't get tired until he he almost finished the guy, and then he got smothered and. And uh, he got strangled by that lemon arm triangle from fucking half guard. That makes me want to just, you know, I think he, he covered his mouth for a second. He panicked and he just said, yeah, well, Volante (laughs) is a character. So I mean, I just, he is a character, you know, I get, you know, you get what you put into it, you know, Uh, I don't want to attack the guy. I love the guy. Let's get off the subject. Have you talked to him, Matt? I gave him a message and I didn't hear nothing back, but I'm sure it's, uh, you know, Can I just tell you that when I was his age and I was knocking out, getting ready for Frank Trigg, and I was, you know, I knocked him out eventually. But when I was getting ready for that, he was around my age now. That I I remember this. You remember Weidman? I remember. He was breaking my balls about being thirty-five years old. Yeah, breaking my balls, going, "Oh man, I can't even picture being that old." And he was like being all jovial, and you know that's back when he had all abs and shit. I go, ah, Volante, 
You'll see. That's your- amazing. No, I I remember this. I remember it. I know that, and I know, and I knew that you'll never, you were never gonna forget it either. And now you get to fucking, you get to get back at him. You look better yeah. than him now. Thank you so How old much. Are you? Uh, can I give you another you, black now, now, you, you now you have it. Like, it's true. I won't yeah. show you now though, because yeah, I might have I a little it. quarantine pot belly. Oh, did you put I a little on? You know what it is. I've been. You know what I started doing during quarantine, Chris? Is um, I started um drinking beers. Oh, nice. No. And I'm not a beer drinker. As you eat your fucking broccoli and cheese, whatever that is. Listen, egg, egg I, and avocado. Oh, look at that. I throw that right on the floor. But listen. Let's go back to your beer. I have become a beer drinker. Really? I like Corona Light. And I like the German beer that's like, it's a, there's a grapefruit one. Hold, there's hold a pomegranate. Which one? It's which, so which, good. Which Hogan Garden Garden or whatever? I don't know, um, man. I can't run down to the fridge now, but it is nah, delicious. Right. You know, how many a day, Matt? Now that you're only drinking- a couple. Uh-oh. Maybe one or two. At night. Just at night? At night, well, yeah. Or yeah, sometimes yeah. in the afternoon, so I don't smell like weed, I'll drink a beer. <laughs> Guys, let's get back it. to some mixed martial arts action. Listen, I did, that, the quarantine definitely got a lot of people drinking alcohol that never drank alcohol. It's crazy. That's one thing I know. I know a lot of the moms, a lot of the moms, a lot of my wife's friends, and yeah. they never really drank. And now all of a sudden, they're drinking all day long. You know, they're home with their kids. They got ah, to sip slu- some wine those, to get those by. Those sloppy milfs. I'm sorry. <laughs> get, I, you I feel like I'm drinking else. now. I get a little nutty. I didn't know Matt was drinking every day. Oh, no. No, I'm not a... Not shaving, Matt's binging. Oh, no. Jimmy. Jimmy's too funny. And look how how professional Jimmy is with the backdrop. Why don't you have a backdrop like that, Matt? You know something? We were were just talking about that. Yeah. And now you're confirming how Jimmy looks so professional and, uh, ooh, he's an AA, and I'm a big fucking, I do marriage <laughs> and I do this and that. I no, no, Matt's binge drinking. Matt's, Matt's, Matt's plunged into alcoholism. It has nothing to do with this. It was basically just, I bought myself a green screen for something else, and then they sent me something. But I'm, I'm in front of a wall, too. Matt needs a freestanding green screen. I just hung this on the wall. Matt, uh, Matt has a, to, to actually get one and come in the mail. And, you know, without, without it, that's, that's what I'm sitting in front of, just my wall. Wait, so the Uf- that UFC thing is an actual, that is a backdrop. It's not like something that's. Oh, no, no, the UFC it. thing, the UFC thing, buddy, is just a, I, I can literally, um, I, I can change that to, uh, like, let's just say I want to do that and I want to oh, have a nice sunset. Look at you. Are Isn't you that nice? Son? Are you now, put kidding me? You back on with all dicks behind you. <laughs> <laughs> or I can do, uh, maybe if you, you know, I don't have even fans of The Shining. Uh, there are. I, I've done a lot oh, of shining let me see where stuff. You, where, are you gonna, where are you gonna go now? Oh, I thought you were gonna do something. Oh, you gonna do the, the oh, so so right now, Jimmy. Right now, people can't see. He's in a desert. No, he's in an island. There we are. Oh That's my the goodness, he's in the, the shining. Bathroom. He's in a bathroom in oh, the shining. Wow. Go somewhere else. It's fun. Uh, right now, awesome. Jimmy's gonna. He's gonna well, go somewhere else. I, mean, I can always do that if I wanted oh, to. On, Jimmy. <laughs> That's no good. Hold Jimmy's on. got a bunch of dildos behind him. That's awesome. Now they can't see him. The people can't see him. Well, well, they can the video sure. on, on UFC Fight Pass, they but if they're it. listening in their car, they're going to use oh, their okay. imaginations and just That's fucking right. giggle. That's right. Well, listen, yeah. can you just tell Amari to work his sprawl, please? Yes. Yes! He's going to fucking well, eat it. 
Let's go. He's Let's gonna go. fucking eat it, Weidman. Better work it. Let's go, baby. I'm going after him. I feel great, Matt. He does great. look good, doesn't he? Yeah. He looks good. I'm all he, in. Listen, I'm in great shape. If you shape, can catch man. Wonder Boy, if you can catch Wonder Boy in that cage, you can catch Grease Lightning. You know that? <laughs> I gotta give him all the pep talks now because I'm not. I'm not gonna be there with him, Jimmy. I'm getting it all Jimmy, out now. I'm ready to I'm go. Getting now. it all out now, Jimmy. Ready? I'm, I'm going to make this list. Nobody, he hasn't heard this before, but when you're in there, I just thought of this. I want you, don't look at his face. I want you, I, I just came to me now, to punch a hole in his fucking chest. I, <laughs> can I take, did 100%. anybody ever hear that before? Did you ever hear that one before? No, I think that's original. Thank you yep. so much. Thank you. I'm not, <laughs> right, not going to lie. It's Ray Longo. You didn't, it was Ray you Longo. You heard that? Oh, wow. You gave him credit it, for that? I, I have to give him credit because people are going to know it was him and they know it wasn't me. But let me tell you, you know, about that advice. That's some of the best corner advice ever. And I don't know if it's just because the way Longo said it and he threw fucking in, throw yeah. a hole, punch a hole in his fucking chest. That will stay with me to the end of time. That was so great, that wasn't been, it? That would, have been a, that would have been a good shirt. Like, I feel like when I was when I was champion and stuff like that, there was some good stuff that we uh, we did that. We could have made some good apparel. We did. We yes. did not take advantage of the moment. Well, I think I and think there's I think there's no time like the moment to take advantage of that. I already have an idea for you. If no. you want to do a punch a hole in his fucking chest, you have punch, punch a hole in his, and then you have F U, and then like a hole punched in, and then at the end N G. This way, people can wear it without it saying fucking, and then chest under it. There's a way to do that where you're saying punch a hole in his fucking look, chest. Look at Jimmy trying to get into our business, bro. You didn't, we try to get fifty percent. No, I don't want yeah, anything. This is a gift. This is <laughs> oh, my really? gift to you. I don't know. I, yeah. I think that you could do it without saying fucking. You, you can do it and people will buy it. Awesome. All right, cool. Let's do it. When we become billionaires, oh, though, I don't want you coming in for a percentage, you know? So Are you kidding me? I'm going gonna, gonna to come around with a lawyer after, like, after your first $80. I'll be like, yeah, Norton's asking for <laughs> It's nice to be I training for a, a three-round fight, too, right? I mean, that's got to be a nice little a break as opposed to training for five. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing with the five round fight. It's not, it's not the fight that I mind. It's the the double training, you know, that you gotta, and it's more for like injuries and stuff like that. When you're training double, it double the chance of getting injured and all that. So it is nice to have a three round fight. Do you ever train like you're training for a five round fight when you have a three round fight just to be overtrained, or or, or is it just the risk is not worth it? Yeah, I'll do extra. I'll do extra rounds. You know, really. Especially when I'm coming down to 85, a lot of it is to just continually like to burn calories and like get my weight down. So I'll do three fives and I'll just keep going. You know, I'll try to get like an hour workout in regardless. Um, yeah, just to just to just to bring my weight down. One of my favorite times ever in a corner was when Chris defended the title against Machida, Lyoto Machida, because up until that time, nobody's ever done anything like that with Machida. Do you know yeah. that, Jimmy? The way he blended it all together, he stalked him, he struck, he shot. When he thinks he was going to shoot, he struck. When he thinks he was going to strike, he shot. Yes, it was yeah, such a good it, fight, Jimmy. Yeah. He was like a superhero. I that was a great him. fight. And, and, and honestly, it was because it made, it, the reason why it was such a good fight, I think, also is, you know, Leota Machida, man, he was so fucking tough. He... He wanted that belt so bad. He was undefeated at middleweight. He had just came down from 205, you know, and uh, he really, you know, felt like he could, you know, win that fight. And I remember the yes. first three rounds went perfect. Fourth round, he came back and he I remember. he really he really showed me that like he was he was fucking legit. He was tough and he wanted it bad. I thought he was done and he was not. 
<laughs> he he went on. Yeah, I remember job. that. And he, he gave us all a heart attack in the fourth round. Then you came yeah, back yeah. in the fifth, like the superhero yeah. you are. Yeah. It's funny. You <laughs> went on like a Brazilian legend tour, ass kicking tour. He took out Silver a couple of times. Vita Belfort. I watched that one recently. Woo! They're like, oh yeah, man, Belfort's funny. in there. Look at his stare. Oh, shit. He got taken down. <laughs> Yeah. And fucking Wyman's like, mount. It was fucking scary shit, dude. Goddamn gorilla. But uh, yeah. I remember that one too with Vita Belfort because I remember right before that thing, Chris had to take a shit. Oh, yeah. I, yes. Yeah. And you yeah. remember? And you were debating yeah. on whether to do it be, before you, we were about, we were backstage, he had the American flag on his back, and we're about to walk out. I remember afterwards, he told me, he's like, I kept thinking, man, I got to do this one quick because I got to take a shit. I, it, it was so weird, man. Yeah, where, you know, I got the flag on there, about to put out my entrance music and everything, right. and the cameras are on me already. And, you know, everyone on, that's kind of working in the back, they're all watching me. And I'm like, shit, I got to go, man. And, I, and I'm like, do it. can I hold it? You know, I, I, I try one more tuck, and I'm like, nope, it's going to come. And I'm like, you know what, guys, I got to go. And I just basically sprinted away. Oh, you did go, go to the bathroom did, before. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I went. I went. I, I ran away. I and they were like, okay. where are you going? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, how, how long was back. the whole process of delay? No, I think um, you made it back in time. I, I went quick, bro. I, I, I ran, dropped it. I mean, I might have wiped once or twice. Yeah. I, I hope you got it to north not, south after that. <laughs> did not wash my hands. <laughs> and then came back him with his Washing your hands that. back then wasn't as popular, you know? Now with the, with the whole corona and COVID-19, now we have to wash your hands. But back yeah. then you didn't have to. So I've always wondered about when you guys, do you ever have that when you're going to fight? Like I, and, and like as you're walking out or as you get into the cage, you ever go like, I got a shit. Like, like Overeem fought when he had food poisoning, I, I forget who, was it Mark Hunt? I don't remember who he fought. He fought somebody with food poisoning or I just don't remember. He was very, very sick and nobody he knew. Got it. Through it though, and he won. He won that he fight. He won that fight. Yeah. And I'm wondering, does that happen to every fighter at one point? Like you guys all at one point standing in the cage reeling, I'm going to throw up or I'm going to shit. Like, have you had any real physical issues, Chris, before a fight where you couldn't do anything? Uh, just the shitting things happened to me a couple of times where like, I'm like, I gotta, I gotta go. I realized recently, like I'm lactose intolerant and probably yeah. have a gluten allergy, and I didn't realize that uh, until recent. So I've had a lot of times where I just all of a sudden had to go. There was no holding it for me. I mean, I don't know if you heard, but my first date with my wife, I shit in her garbage can in her house. It's like, a true story. I heard. I, it. I've never heard there. that. Now, I mean, I'm shortening it up for you, but yeah, I. Oh, um, awesome. We were getting ready. We were getting ready to go to the movies, and she was in the in the shower. And I was waiting in her be bedroom, and all of a sudden it hits me. I'm like, "Holy shit! I gotta go to the bathroom." And and, uh, I, and when I have to go, I have to go. So I start knocking on her bathroom door, and I'm like, "Hey, Marie," and she's like, "I'm in the shower." I'm like, "All right." So I'm trying to play cool, play cool, and all of a sudden it hits again. I start sweating, cold sweats, and I freaking knock one more time. She's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Fuck!" And there's a another bathroom upstairs in their house where it was just the mom and dad's bathroom and they were there i can't go up into their bathroom and take a shit like i don't really i didn't know them like that at that point and uh so i just i was just like holy shit i go in her room and i see this little office garbage can and i'm like <laughs> fuck i gotta do it and there's no other option so i fucking just pull my pants down i fill that whole thing up fills up to the top some shit falls on the floor no oh, oh yeah oh yeah so there was a bag in there so i i wrap it up 
I run by the bathroom. I go out through the front door, past the mom and dad. I throw it in the garbage can on the street, run back inside. Now there was shit on the floor still. So I had to get back inside before she got out of the shower. I go back inside and I hear the mom screaming at the dad, did you fucking fart? Blah, blah, blah. They're screaming oh. at each other. I run back. I, you know, Vinny and the mom were together at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. So we get, we, so we get back in, I get back into her bedroom. She walks out the door. As, as I get in there, I take one of my socks off. I throw it on the shit because I didn't have time to clean it up. I just throw one of my socks out. So now I'm sitting on her bed like this with one sock on, one sock off. And she comes in. She, and now the whole house, I guess, smells. I didn't think about that. It's and she's so like, great. she looks at her garbage can. She looks at me. She looks at the sock. She's like, did you just shit in my garbage can? I'm like, <laughs> no. What do you mean? <laughs> I had That's to amazing. fucking tell her. And she stayed with me. We've been, we just were married 12 years uh, the other day. We've been together for like 18. That's um, love. So, now that's how you know you're a good looking guy. When we, yeah. that's, that's what it's like to be a bull. If Jim Norton does that, the way I blink, I'm out the door. But when you look like Wybin, you can get away with one shit on the floor. Like there's, there's a one shit on the floor forgiveness rule. But that's also a, a good woman. Like you know she's the girl for you. And she's like, all right, fuck it, it happens. Like that's, oh, you, you, you can't get any weirder than that. So from there on in, it must have been a very easy relationship. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, no ups and downs. It's really ups from there. And I know you said you had no other choice, but uh, I think you actually, in hindsight, you maybe could have used the parents' bathroom. Yeah. Oh man, that would have been bad. Yeah, I don't even know if no. I would have made it up the stairs though. If I would have, I think I would have shit myself uh, on the way up the stairs, and that could have been bad. You know, if I'm yeah. leaking on that carpet. So I just I was, I saw the garbage can. I just went for it. Yeah, so you know what wow. we say: no regrets, Weidman. No, no regrets. regrets. No regrets. Yeah, you got a happy family now. It all yeah. started with that Very, day. Uh, amazing, amazing how life turns out, bro. It's crazy. Well, amazing. look, man, it's uh, good luck on uh, on Saturday. I'm happy that you're back down at 185 because you look great. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this. And uh, Me too. I'm, I'm happy be, that you're in a way you're more comfortable. Just like yeah. with the, our other guys, Aljo and Marab, when, when I'm watching at home, dude, I'm just – talk about upset stomach. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. feel good. It doesn't feel – I get so nervous. I, I don't, You're making I like me nervous right there. now. No, no, no. Listen, I'm, I'm sending you positive vibes. No, and, uh, you know, I'm always there for you, buddy, you know. I know, you, I know. You, you know, I know. I'm on the, I know you're going to do fucking phenomenal. I do, you know. Yeah. No, I, I feel great, Matt. So – I did. I actually did everything right under the circumstances, the crazy circumstances. I really did fucking work my ass off, and uh, I had not one damn cheat meal, not one pizza during the whole damn camp, even before the camp even started, because my weight would skyrocket. That's one thing. My weight for this fight, like usually at eighty-five, you know, I eat healthy, but I would have some cheat meals. This is the first time where if I would have had a cheat meal, my weight would have fucking ballooned up. Like I guess just having so much time off, not fighting eighty-five, and then yeah. also getting older. It just doesn't come off as quick as it used to. And so it's no. been a lot of discipline. And so I, I got in great shape. You look good, man. And yeah. I'm very, very excited for you this weekend. Yeah, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I miss All you, right. buddy. Love I miss you. you. And I'll, I'll be and, talking uh, to you, man. I'll yeah, be talking yeah, to you guys yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, Longo's getting in tonight. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. He's going to be right, Chris for 24 hours, by the way. He's going to be freaking out. Oh, dude. It, they changed it. When you get when, – now when you get in – they, they do a COVID-19 test, and then you got to get 24-hour, you got to be quarantined. I guess when Aljo fought out here, you didn't have to do that. So now it's like kind of like Fight Island. Yeah. Yeah. Longo's going to be like, thank God for porn. <laughs> 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 
Chris, get more of some lotion. All right, listen. Hey, man, I miss you, and I'll be checking in with you. I miss you, too. All right, good talking to you, buddy. Take care, Chris. Take care. Yep, later. Later, good, buddy. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Hi, Derek, if you hear us. I can hear you. Oh, fuck. Oh, you can. Good. Okay, good. Good thing I didn't say nothing fucked up, Derek. I would have got myself in trouble. I was waiting for it. Imagine that. Imagine, I'm like, look at this guy looking out the window. Hey, listen, I like to see the weight's still off, man. Every time I talk to you, I feel like I'm talking to a skinnier Derek. Well, look at the face. There's no chunk in that face, Jimmy. Do you you feel a difference uh, on a day-to-day basis? Oh, yeah, for sure. The um, the stamina is there in the bedroom, too, so I'm, I'm feeling good. Oh, the bedroom yeah, is, that, that is where it counts, honestly. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the fight's yeah, yeah. only 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I've seen you even jumping up, doing some fucking jumping knees and high kicks, even when you were, like, a little chubby. So how yeah. could you, like, now it's got to feel, like, like, way different. Oh, yeah, it's feeling real good. Um, moving better. Um, I'm, I've been working on my volume of punches a lot lately, so it's going to be a fun fight, and I am just can't wait to see it. What was the yeah. final motivation to get you to to work on the weight? Was it just one fight where you were like, I, I just don't want to have to deal with this anymore? What was the tipping point for you? Um, by me just making it to the title fight, just about training the way I was training. I wasn't really even really training that much. I was really training like 30 minutes a day, and I made it all the way to the title fight. And for me to, um, to really not even really take everything so serious, to make it that far, it's like, it's crazy. And so now that I want to, um, really sure one day I'm gonna give myself a chance and really get in shape and take it serious and let everyone know that hey I'm really having a problem in this division. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought when you every time you said that, no, oh, I only did 30 minutes. I thought you were bullshitting us. But now I'm looking at you walking around in shape. Yeah, you see, I was still fat. I was it's like, true. Like, no, no, it's true. It's true because yeah. I I think that he's just ah he's just being Derek. That's more of a shtick. It's more in being funny. Yeah, yeah, his balls are hot. He's not training. But <laughs> but I it, now that I'm looking at you now, I'm like, holy fuck, maybe he was just doing a half an hour. Yeah. Maybe really, joke's on us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. I've been training like two or three times a day now. And it's like I'm instead of taking care of my body even more and not eating as bad. Do you think it's also like a guy like you who you have such power? Is there like at times if there's any disadvantage to having such knockout power, is it that you tend to just rely on that and know that you have the ability? Like meaning did that you think may yeah. enable you to train a little bit less knowing that you still have the ability to knock a guy out if you connect? Yeah, 100%. That was one of the main reasons why I didn't train as much because I felt like I could still fight at my own pace and knock the guy out even when um, 10 seconds left on the clock. And that was really my game plan. But now I wanted to um, go for the finish in the first round, though. And I want to still have the gas in the later rounds as well. Yeah. 
I think it's very smart because a lot of guys who are, and again, guys like Roy Nelson, who I love, or Hunt or other huge punchers who tend to rely on the big punch, as they get, uh, get on in the, in the career, people know what to look for. So it's rare to see a guy actually start losing the weight later and, and uh, becoming more dangerous. I think it's a really, really smart thing. Yes, I believe so too. And it's like, I think it's like perfect timing because, um, you know, I'm in the middle of my career and guys really haven't even seen like my full arsenal. They only seen probably like 20% of what I could really do in the octagon. And now they're going to see more of it. I'm excited about this fight for a couple of reasons. A couple of reasons. Uh, Aleske. Uh, Aleski Olenek is, I mean, it's it's getting kind of billed as, you could say, striker versus grappler. I guess you could say a lot of people are going to say that. But I was, and people are writing this guy off, Olenek, because he's around my age. The guy's in his 40s. But 43, yeah. 43. I could have went to high school with him. But, <laughs> motherfucker, when I saw him fighting Verdum, who, first of all, just fought again and looked brilliant, you know, the other day versus Gustafson uh, with his arm lock. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right. Verdum versus Olenek, Verdum's got him outmatched everywhere. He's, he's better striker and he's better on the ground. But Olenek gave a big F you to everybody and stand up. He's looking like the fucking white Joe Frazier and he's fucking landing on him. And then by the time Verdum wanted to switch game plans, he was gassing. Super impressed with his last fight with Olenek. Yeah. You know? But I still feel he's going to look the fucking shoot on you, though, Derek. I don't know if he's going to look the <laughs> Yeah, I, I know he is. It's, um, he's the same guy with AT&T, so all those guys over there. I've been fighting just about all of them in a row, and that's all they want to do to me. Have you seen his? I'm sure. I don't know if you're a big tape guy watching tape. He has the yeah. fucking Ezekiel, the naked Ezekiel. Yes. Yeah, we've been practicing on that. We've been he he liked to do it standing up against the cage or uh, from mount or on his back. He's been trying that's what he's been doing all the time. That like he goes for it. That's his number one thing. And you guys you got a counter to that. Yes, we've been working on it, you know, we've been working on it. Um really gotta as soon as he get that one arm on there, we just gotta punch through it. Gotta punch through underneath the elbow the the you know, we've been working on all that. It no, is really, just don't even let him get that close to me. Like, get that close <laughs> right. to me, I got to knock him out. It is interesting to watch two guys like you, and both of you have fought everybody. I mean, there's nothing that either of you is going to do probably that the other guy hasn't seen from somebody. So it's, it's always great to watch two guys who have fought the top of the division already go at each other uh, as opposed to a newer guy fighting a veteran. I mean, this guy's going for win number 60, which is it's staggering that somebody is going yeah, for 59 half wins. Half of my fights. Shit, man, you're still young, yeah. though. You're 35, yeah. you know? Jimmy points out at 35 what I was doing all the time. Yes. Knocking out Frank Trigg. Well, I mean, you don't got to bring it up now. In front of I know, but you hate when I mention it, but I, I, know, I insist. Don't embarrass me. No, no, I insist. It's not about me. <laughs> but, I mean, I like now, what are, you do, are, you, are you doing road work, or is it just diet? What are you doing to get this weight? Um, what changed it up is, like, cycling. I've been doing, like, um cycling oh. early in the morning. I'll do like 20 miles a day. Holy shit, cycling. man. Yeah. Do you go out or do you do it on the bike inside? Oh, I go out. I go through the neighborhood and cycle every day. And then I do my strength and conditioning right afterwards. Then I do my MMA training after, now, after that. Now that you're looking like this, and I'm sure you're feeling phenomenal, are you almost kind of kicking yourself in the ass saying, oh, man, I should have fucking 
you know, I got that, I got that gig from, I got that free endorsement from fucking, what is it, Popeyes? What was it? Popeyes. Yeah, I got that. I'm playing up this fucking shtick. I'm knocking out people. I'm still being chubby. And now you're feeling fucking great. You can see your fucking thing again, your toes. I'm not talking about you. But uh, no, listen, you probably feel fucking phenomenal. Are you saying I should have done this a few years ago or better late than never? No, I've, like I said, I felt like it's perfect timing, you know, um, because, yeah. you know, guys still haven't even seen everything that I could really do in the octagon. So it's like everything going to be a shock to them because they can really study. You've seen, like, guys, they study, oh, Derek going to do this so we can we game plan for this. And I'm always showing something a little different every time. So they haven't seen the jump knees and the switch kicks and stuff like that and the speed. So everything just getting better, better and better from here on. Is there one food too? Because food is a really hard one for everybody. Is there one food that you put down that was like the one that would set you off? I mean, obviously it's a combination, but was there was there one thing that was really hard to, to stay away from? Oh um, my guess, burgers. That's one number one thing is like burgers, cheeseburgers and stuff like that. I love cheeseburgers. So I had actually I had one yesterday. No. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, she had a cheeseburger yesterday. But that's the only thing I ate yesterday though, just the cheeseburger and fries. Where are you now? Are you in uh, Vegas? Yes, I'm in Vegas. H- how has this whole thing been for you with, with the quarantining and the COVID tests and how, how much has it disrupted what you're trying to do and uh, and how are you living with it? Um it's really haven't bothered me at all because whenever I'm at home I would just spend time with my family anyway so I'm really a homebody so it's really haven't affected me at all besides of the, the grappling side of things um, we couldn't really grapple this fight and so that's probably about the only thing that um, messed me up on Have you fought without the crowd yet or is this your first time? Oh, I fought without the crowd you know in the streets so, Oh. Uh, <laughs> Before, yeah. before, okay, so you're yeah, used to yeah. quiet and just hearing the thud. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> and listen I don't think it's intimidating. You know? No, 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 but some guys just have it affect them differently for whatever reason. It's sometimes just... Oh, not don't... at all. I'm a fighter, so I, I fight whatever. I don't fight for the crowd. I fight for my family, so it's whatever. And you like... I'm amazed always by guys who, I guess, all fighters, but you, you even before you were professional, like, it's just something you're comfortable doing. You like doing it. Yes, I love doing it, yeah. Because, uh, like I said, it's my second chance at life to really make something of myself, and I really got to take full advantage of it now. You know? Hey, let me start some shit here. Hey, Curtis, <laughs> I didn't come up with this, but I'm reading it now. I heard, that's what I heard. Curtis Blades said he knows you won't be off in a fight against you because the UFC wants to protect you. Holy shit, shots fired. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> no, it ain't it ain't shots fired at all because he gotta okay. understand that I already fought just about everybody in the division. That he's the only one I haven't fought. We're usually fighting around the same time or he already had a fight book. Because I already asked for him last year. And I asked for Curtis Blaze and I asked for him um before this fight I asked for him and he had a fight book with um Volkov. So you're not ducking Curtis Blades? Not at all. I would like to fight Curtis after this fight. It, you know, it's hard moves. to say. It's hard to say you're protected when you look at the, the guys that you. I was just thinking that JDS you know, Cormier, Ingunu, fucking Hunt, Tybora. I mean, even off Latifi, you fought. You know, who's the safe fight in that? There isn't one. Volkov. I had I had like twenty. This would be my twentieth fight in the UFC. That's like crazy to even think of. Yeah, you know, this would be my twentieth fight, and I believe that he only probably had like five or six fights in the UFC. 
And he's oh, sitting Curtis. up there talking. Yeah, Curtis sitting up there talking about I'm ducking him. And I already had like 20 fights already in the well, UFC. I, I think that he just wants to fight and he wants to take all the smoke. Now I'm just trying to sound cool, Derek. I don't even know. <laughs> it that. worked. I think, it worked. What, I think that's what he said. It sounded like yes. something that he had to say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something that he would say because it comes out all corny, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a fight. Look, I mean, he's uh, he's number three. You're number four. I mean, it is definitely a logical fight to have happen. You guys are both at the top of the division. You you you're close to being ready or like uh, eligible for another title fight if you win this fight. You know that that that's it's got to make you feel good too that you're still in the mix for that. Yes. So it's really not even necessary if I have to go through courage to get a title shot. Like I could do like what Nugano doing, just sitting back and just waiting and then try to get a title shot, you know. But I, w- I would like to stay active. And so, um, yeah, if Curtis is available after this fight, I would love to fight. That's fucking awesome, man. I can't – listen, I'm looking forward to your fight this weekend. Yeah. But I also read that you hate doing interviews and you just want people yeah. to get the hell away from you. But that doesn't yeah, apply to – Derek, that doesn't yeah, apply to me. That's why I was late today. That's why I was late today. With this well, that don't apply to me and Jimmy, though. We kind of got a relationship. <laughs> A little bit. We, we like to have fun and keep it light. You know? <laughs> Fuck Ariel Hawani. Yeah. Tell that guy to go eat a dick. But you want yeah. to live with us. You know. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, listen. Good luck uh, th- this uh, Saturday. It's a great fight. And uh, you look great, man. I'm, I'm happy that you've lost the weight. And uh, I, I think a lot of people would love to see eventually if it's ever called for. I know Francis is fighting DC and then maybe Fran- – uh, I'm sorry, DC, Corm- uh, Stipe, and then maybe Francis is next. A lot of people would love to see you and Francis run it back because I think you had a bad back when you guys fought, and he was yeah. very hesitant and tentative from his uh, Stipe fight. Like, that's another a fight. Man, I was heavy. I was too heavy that fight as well. So, you know, yeah, for sure. Um, I believe that that fight will happen again if he ever won a title. Then it'll be for sure. It'll be I believe that I'll be his first title shot. Defense. Yeah, that would be great. His first defense wow. would be against hey, you. Man. Awesome fight. I want to yeah. see what the lean, mean Black Beast could do. I can't wait for this weekend. Yeah. I'll oh, yeah, watching. and I'm not even lower. Like, I took, like, a week off, really, um, trying to um, get down my weight. And I'm really not even cutting weight. I'm just losing the weight. So That's it's good, like – That's the way. So I will get down to my, my goal weight eventually. Well, good talking to you, as always. Uh, you're one of the most honest guys in, in this sport. And uh, you, you never, ever don't say what you want to say, which is just great. You're a fun guy to talk to. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All, All right, right, Derek, man. All my best, you buddy. Soon. All right, thanks. Let's go over our picks. Okay, buddy. I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little. Uh, I'm a little biased to some people. Do you want? Well, let's start. I, I agree. Uh, the first fight, a tremendous fight. Uh, Benil Darius, we had on this week uh, against Scott Holtzman. Um, uh, Benil's uh, coming off, uh, obviously that, uh, knockout of, uh, of Jack Hawk close and the, uh, the sub of Frank Camacho and, um, Holtzman's also coming off a couple of wins against my, uh, one of my favorites, Jim Miller and, uh, Dong Hyun Ma. <sighs> Benil by decision. You know what? Benil Darush by decision. I'm going to take Benil by second round sub. Okay. All right. All right. It's okay. You don't believe in Scott. Yana Kuniskaya versus Yulia Stolyarenko. Um, women's bantamweight. 
Uh, it's funny. We say women's name. We say women's bantamweight like you didn't know. But uh, You know what? I'm going to take Yana by decision. Yana by decision. By what? Decision. I'm going to take Stolyarenko by decision. She lost a uh, – uh, Kuniskaya lost a uh, TKO to uh, Aspen Lad in the third round. So I'll take uh, Stolyarenko by uh, – Still ran by uh, decision. Okay, so we uh, so you're saying we agree to, to uh, Maki Patola against Darren Stewart. Great split decision win over Duran Win. Um, Bevan Lewis, he's coming off two straight. Uh, Patolo, uh, T- uh, second round TKO of a bird, and then a decision loss to Callan Potter. Mm. Uh, I'm going to say Darren Stewart, second round knockout. Darren Stewart, I'll take by decision. Okay. Chris Weidman. Um, I could just, should I just guess it now? I mean, what the hell? Well, look, he's coming off a couple losses, um, but he's back down to his, I think the weight that's more comfortable for him. Um, I can make all Second round submission. Weidman. I'm going to take Weidman by decision. I'll take him by decision. I think he's due for a submission. You're probably right. But I'm taking him by decision just because instead of a five-round fight, he's fighting a three-round fight, which I think means that he'll have – it's just he'll have, uh, he'll have quite a bit of uh, energy for all three rounds. And I just – I think that uh, – Okay. Oh, Jimmy, I'm way. telling you right now, Jimmy um, – what a good show today, by the way. Yeah. I and love I, Jason Ellis. I was happy to. I don't even remember me saying anything uh, slightly bad about him. Well, I don't Matt, know. you're just a hateful person. No, I liked him a lot, Jason Ellis. Right. And I told you, I, I'm going to DM him after this and tell him to watch Black Sails. Okay? okay? Because, well, he liked that. Vikings. All right. All right, let's get to the main event. Mm-hmm. Okay? Lexi Olenek, I'm Derek Lewis. Lewis. I'm going to say Derek Lewis, second round knockout. You know, I'm going to go with Lewis. I don't know if it's going to be second round because I think a lot of the first, yeah, maybe, I think a lot of the first couple rounds will be attempting to keep Olenek off him. Uh, And I think Olenek will have one point where he is able to get a hold of Lewis and take him down. I don't know what round that will end. So I'm going to take Derek Lewis in the third round yeah. uh, by a stoppage. I'll give him the third. I'm going to give only a couple of rounds hey. while Lewis is still dry, getting a hold of I him. Then again, he might be wet by the middle think, of the first round. I don't, I don't think Derek's going to be staying away from him. I think he's going to go out there like Jorge Masvidal, just jump flying knees. And he very well might. I, I just think that he especially if he be. didn't have any grappling, he just didn't have any grappling in this camp. So he may be a... Uh, Again, I just think that Olenek will get hold of him eventually. It's just he's just too good not to get a hold of him once. He's the black beast, Jimmy. Yes, he is. You know. All right, listen, All right. Jimmy. You got Lewis yes. in the second. I'll take Lewis in the third. Okay. Hey, man, I had such a good time with you, Jimmy. Me too, buddy. This was a great show. I is, think is so. It too far to say great. No. Is it a little vain? 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 Not at all. It's a great show. No, not at all. We've been having good shows lately, Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, listen, man, I will, I'm sure I'll be texting you during the fight. Yeah, Because usually always. you're like, oh, I'm at a comedy club. I can't, I'll look later. Don't ruin it. You don't say that. But you're saying I'll watch later because I'm out having a life. But
But I know you don't have a life now, Jimmy, because you can't go to your precious little comedy clubs. I said that kind of mean. I'm so, Jimmy, I'm sorry. You were right, though. I'm sorry. Little, uh, little, little bitch I, boy can't go and tell his jokes. You're not wrong. What happened go. to your friend on that comedy special? He didn't win. Chip lost in the finals. He got to the finals? Chip got to the final two. Really? I'm, I'm, I'm saying that in a weird way. Yeah. What? But, yeah, doing, chip. but being, chip. Like, being Chip. Being Chip. Who beat him? A, a guy named Piff the Dragon, who's a, a comedian magician. His videos were very well produced. Um, he did Wait, a good job with chip his videos. Chip was to a fucking magician. Comedian magician. He's not just a magician. Well, now on that news, I'm going to make myself disappear. Listen to me. Oh, Matt. <laughs> I love you, Jimmy. First of all, I love you. I and I'm you. proud of everything you do. And that is amazing. You're oh, proud and, of Chip. You're um, proud well, of Chip. Well, well, I'm proud of you, you that you're his friend. And it, don't do that. But listen, <laughs> that is a big thing to get. I'll tell you, to be that wacky guy and to get all the way to the fucking, that's fucking crazy, Final, yeah. Final Congratulations to both of you. Thank uh, you. Jimmy. I miss you, but I know I'll be talking to you in a few days. Yes, you will. We'll, we'll be talking about we'll, uh, text before then. We sure will. Thank All you right, to Jason, Chris, Army. Oh, sorry, Derek, man. and uh, thank you to the production staff. Matt, talk to you soon. Later, Jimmy. Bye, everyone. Bye, guys. See you, pal.